Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week, we are reality checking ourselves to talk about all reality news with the host of Reality Checked, Amy Phillips. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you guys. Oh my God. We are so pumped to have you, Amy. Danny and I are still glowing from the live Cabaret experience a few weeks ago in New York City. It was the night before our live show for virtual reality, and it just felt like the perfect warm up. Like it just got our vibe correct right before we interviewed a bunch of bravo celebrities because you of course do the best bravo celebrity impressions on the planet oh my gosh thank you so much i don't know about that but i do my best i put my best foot forward as they say and it sounds like you guys had a very successful event because it was just hitting the tabloids left and right we're getting all (laughs) kinds of snippets so i was so psyched you guys could make it out that was awesome of you oh it was so fun and i know we 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 caused a little we caused a little fun mess on our own (laughs) but you sure did you sure did (laughs) <laughs> but I'm curious too, because obviously you have so many of like our favorite housewives that have been around so long, like in the back of your mind that you can do so fast. Are there any you're currently working on? Like, do you add, are you always looking to add more to your repertoire? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, I am. I'm always looking. Um, And, you know, it's interesting because it's kind of like, I have I need to do a Heather Gay, but I don't have anything for you yet. I, I need to work on that, but I'm working on it. That one is in discovery as the grand dame would say. <laughs> um, so I feel like I need to get a Heather Gay down. And then um, like with Jersey, some of them, you know, I, I do it at uh, uh, Teresa. Okay. All right. Cause I love Louie. But I mean, like the other gals, oh, and I do Margaret because you know what? She got to do this. Good. Everybody knows Margaret. When you talk to Margaret, you're in good. But you don't want to cross me. It's so good. <laughs> no, you're like one of your so good. <laughs> but Dolores, like, I don't really have a Dolores. It's a little like generic. So it's like, welcome back, scumbag. But lately, <laughs> I need to get the nuances down because I've been noticing a lot of like, um, it's egregious. I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know, like, so I feel like I need to really expand upon that because when it comes to her and Jen, it's definitely like that girl, this girl, that thing, you're going to talk about that. You know, it's a lot of like objectifying a person and, um, and like really disassociating with them. And then also just using the term egregious a lot, which (laughs) I love. So I need to really nail down a Dolores. I feel like you could do a great Danielle Cabral. I feel like she would be an easy one to really get into. Yes, yes. That that's a great one. Cause she's like, oh my God, my husband, he's just gorgeous. Like she's a little, yeah, she, I feel like we all could 
do Danielle. I feel like it won't take long for us to get her down, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, and also I feel like it's not taking long for the audience to just love her because she just is walking in over mozzarella. Like, dre- like dr- dressing in all sparkles. I'm like, you're hitting all the right marks for us. Yes. And honestly, the casting is so on point with Jersey right now with these new gals. I mean, yes. Danielle, like, where has she been? And then the connection with like her step, what is it? Her stepmom was married to a manzo or yes. something like yes. that. We have not yet seen a picture. We saw a picture of a group of them, but I was like, well, can we see who she was married? It was very confusing, (laughs) but yeah, there's a lot of connections there. And then is it true that she was on some other house or not housewife show, but another reality show for life? I'm a Staten Island girl. Okay. (laughs) And I think she and her husband had an HGTV special. There's also rumors that Danielle was almost in the final rounds for Jersey Shore casting. So it just seems like this, this was always meant to be for her. Wow. Oh, it was always meant to be. Cause she's just like, she's already, she's been born and then she's already blossomed. She's already in like third season housewifery. You know what I mean? She's already done. Amy, we also have to let you know that Danielle could possibly be a great cabaret cameo because she is a musical theater girly and she sang some Broadway tunes for us live here on the podcast one time. And she, she's got some pipes on her. Um, thank you for that hot tip. Gonna have to follow up. Gonna have to give her a follow. If I'm not following her already, probably already am. You guys could duet, uh, take me or leave me from rent. If that's your vibe, because that's the song (laughs) she really liked to sing. Oh, she did. Okay, good. I'll make it work. Oh, whatever she wants to do. Wait, I'm, so girly. Glad, I'm glad we're talking about your cabaret me, which was so fun because we do need to talk about some cabaret news going on in the Bravo world. Because, Amy, <laughs> Amy, <laughs> Amy. <laughs> I feel like this this uh, pop culture news moment was made specifically for you, Amy. And I, I feel like there's actually a lot of material here really to, to work with. Some of blue chunks and I just happened to land on some of my Giovanni. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'm just going to get in front of it and just laugh it off. I I thought it was a joke. I really did. And and then all the like video footage, like the, the receipts we keep receiving from, from the blowing chunks to Dorinda allegedly acting. Are we kind of, you know, she, she was acting a little Dorinda-y at the show. Like it's Bravo just fans so wild. We're like the Blair Witch Project with like their GoPros out at this cabaret show because it was crazy. Is how much footage, footage of the actual throwing up? Yes. Queens no of Bravo way. plus their new Insta account. Yes, they have it. They have a plus account? Well, they got deleted, I think. So they have to make a new one. Oh so my God. Are you serious? Why would that happen? I don't know. I think apparently the, the fan got overexcited and laughed so hard that yes. came forth. And came I think forth. that Luann was really kind of pleasantly like surprised and delighted. She was and like, I wow. I think she like, was. Yeah. Good for her. Also, I was pleasantly surprised and delighted that Luann was in the audience the night of the cabaret me show that Danny and I went to. And I didn't realize that was the first time she had seen you perform live because your show is so rooted in the Luann of it all. I mean, that's how you open it. Absolutely. Yes, that's absolutely right. And, um, and because she was there. Yeah. And it was only the second time I've done the show. So it makes sense that she's not seen it. I was shocked that she was there and in tow, she brought Candace Bushnell, which I was uh, floored about. I had texted her because when I had, she was on my show 
promoting her cabaret. And I had explained to her, I have a cabaret, you know, it's very inspired by you. I would love for you to come see it at some point. She's like, yeah, I'd love to see it, darling. And I was like, she'll probably never come. So after the show, she was like, just text me. You've got my number, right? So I texted her, told her when it was, and she wasn't sure if she was going to be in town, of course, as a cabaret and, you know, star that she is. She's everywhere. And so I texted her the morning of, and I was like, it's tonight if you want to come, you know? And she was like, I'm going to come. I'm going to bring Candace Bushnell. And I was like, I was dying. Yes. So, but talk about support, you know? Supporting other women. So incredible because so many housewives, you know, they talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. And she showed up. She showed up. You got to show up in life. And she showed up. I love that. Do you, would you want Dorinda to show up at the next one if it could end? Of course. Yeah. Oh, of course. I would love, I would love it if she could come. I did tell her, I think she was sent a clip of my number, my, my Dorinda number. She was sent a clip and she did text me and said like, um, LOL. And I was like, you got to come to the show if you can. But I I don't think, I don't know if that's going to happen. But it would be great if she could. It'd be amazing. I feel it's hard because sometimes she's always in the Berkshires. And like, you never know she's where where in the yeah. world is Dorinda Medley. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> she got escorted out of Luann's show. She said she didn't get escorted, that she left on her own accord. But I feel like. This you same show where someone vomited? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, see, this- I don't, I didn't know about that. So yeah. much, so much. Like Andrew happened. Dice Clay was there with Leah McSweeney, or there was a photo together there. Are you kidding me? Uh, Amy, it all happened. One, two hour span. What? <laughs> where was this? What venue? I where think was it, Danny? Do you know? Feinstein or uh, 54 Below? I think oh, it was. I think my... that's where she Oh, right. That's where she does her show in New York. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Dorinda was dancing half of the time of her life, but then some footage <laughs> shows her getting escorted out and then kind of yelling at people. And some of the God. staff said that we don't like, why is like, she was like, I'm not getting paid to be here. And the staff is like, why are we getting paid to be yelled at by you? She went, since went on Instagram live and said, I was waiting for my car. Someone was calling <laughs> Oh my God. I cannot believe this. This is, I did not realize this was a layered evening at the cabaret. I mean, like you said, you introduced this as we have cabaret news. I didn't know this was going to go beyond just the vomiting. I thought it, I thought it was going to stop at that. That was act one. That was. And it's such a shame that legacy cameras aren't up to capture any of this. I mean, this, this could be three episodes. Oh, my heart just broke a little inside. Yeah. I feel I'm in mourning. I'm going to have to turn off my ring light for a second. <laughs> Take a minute. Wow. Wow. When you put it like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. I'm back. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Well, in. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> well, I mean, besides the cabaret of it all, there's all, like obviously so much Bravo stuff going on. How are yeah. you? Keeping up with the Jersey drama, because did you see over this weekend with Gia and Joey and Melissa, but not Melissa on her Instagram account, getting into it with the the Joe and Joe reunion? What? I didn't see it. I obviously <laughs> took a second this weekend. First of all, okay, let me just be transparent with your listeners and Ooh. say that my Instagram was not refreshing for the last four days. <gasps> so like I was stuck on an Us Weekly 
post from the Super Bowl and it would not refresh. I reported it to Instagram, but I could not scroll through Instagram for four days. So all that was in my feed were suggested posts, which guess what? Spoiler alert. I love cats. So it was all cat videos. No joke. Only suggested posts of all cat videos. So I could not get into my Instagram. So I just took advantage of this long weekend. And I just said, I am going to take a break from, I guess, you know, the news of what's happening, which has never really happened before, because even over like the holidays, I'm constantly scrolling. So I legit had no idea about the the secondary um, cabaret news and this what happened with Gia and what? Okay. Oh my God. So let's, let's catch you up. So basically the Gorgas were vacationing in the Bahamas where Joe Judice, Juicy Joe spends a lot of time now after he was deported to Italy. I think he might live in the Bahamas. Though. I'm not yes. like completely. Yes. He does. Right. He okay. Does, yeah. So Gorga and Judice ran into each other and they hugged each other and it was a moment. And then Joe posted it on his Instagram saying like, wow, like what a moment we have so much history. Then Gia chimed in the comment section saying like, wow, this is comical coming from someone who used to talk so much crap about my dad, et cetera, et cetera. Then Melissa commented back. Then that comment was deleted. But then Uncle Joe commented back, like, get the hate out of your heart. It was it was a lot. It was a Joe. <gasps> Melissa was like, oh, that was uh, that was Joe commenting from my account. He didn't realize it was my account. It since oh. <laughs> Oh, she did that. Oh, she did that. Oh, the lots around. It's just stretching over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> baby. Gia has entered the chat for life. She is now she's in. She's in. She's not going to stop. No, Are you I'm loving kidding. the G- Gia has been so activated recently. Are you thinking you're like, okay, this is it's time. She's been born. For, like she yeah. literally was born for this. I'm okay with it. Um, I think that, you know, she's going to have her mom's back. And I like that for their fa- family, because obviously Teresa does not feel supported by any of her family. So if Gia can be that, that strength for her, I'm happy about mm. that. And I, I like a united front in the family. So I have no problem with it. I like that. Gia is a rock. She has been like, she yeah, is yeah. one of those, like she's emotionally 44 too. I feel like she has been through so much and she's so like, she's like studying law and doing all this stuff. Like she really is like, no, I'm, I'm putting my feet down. Well, it is interesting to see her journey and to see what informs us in our lives and what we end up doing with our lives and how our passions drive us and how hers is so deeply rooted in the pain that she experienced when her father went away and obviously her mother, but when her father went away and then when he was, you know, obviously he couldn't, he had to leave the country. Um, and that that is now her plight is that she wants to make right what went wrong for her father. And by doing that, she's studying law and immigration law, and she wants to try and fix what was broken. So it is wild to see this journey, to see her trying to repair really the trauma of her past. And it's all unfolding before our eyes. You just also... Uh, wrote the memoir title that she's got to write, The Trauma of My Past. Like, I'm buying that right now from her. No, that was uh, that was beautifully said, Amy. But I am curious to know, as someone who obviously appreciates Teresa and appreciates Gia as she steps into her new queendom, do you also appreciate the Gorgas? Do you feel Team Gorga or Team Teresa in any way? Do you, like, how do you, where, where do you lie there? Well, when I was on Dancing with the Stars, I, I recognize it. It takes two to tango. I, 
So as a viewer, you know, um, you take away the Melissa, you don't have as much of the drama with Teresa. Mm. Um, so I have to acknowledge Melissa and Joe's role in all this, that they, they are a gift. I think that this is, there's two sides to every story. Um, but I lean more towards Teresa than I do Melissa. Sometimes I lean more towards Joe than I do Teresa. But I, when I go back to the very beginning, I always say that I do blame Melissa for never owning up to the fact that she got on the show in a dirty way. I think if she would have owned that from the get-go or even now, like say tomorrow she decides, all right, fine, I'll admit we tried to get on the show and it was backhanded. We went around you. We didn't even talk to you about it. And we came on and it was like you sort of got bamboozled. Um, I would have a lot of respect, a lot more respect for Melissa if she would own up to that, but she never did. And Teresa's always going to hold on to that. Always. Now, Teresa's got a lot to answer for too. (laughs) Um, but the seed is really the way that Melissa got on the show and it all stems and grows from there. And then like, it's gotten out of control and they're both at fault for a lot of stuff. Um, but I have to say, I'm, I usually always lean more towards Teresa. How are you guys feeling? Well, Danny and I, we love our Melissa so much. She she did the live Valentine's Day show with Joe. So I don't know if I am team Melissa or team Teresa. I think that one without the other, it's like how I how agree. It's can they exist without like you know what? Like we they kind mm-hmm. of like need each other. I as a viewer, I as a fan, I I need them together on the show. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac. They were so all fighting, hating each other, chaotic, loving everything like that, but the best album. So you know, know, there is some of that. And if I if I had to pick teams, I'd probably be uh Rosie, the Rosie. <laughs> Really, it's really hard to pick a team because as people who, you know, we try to be, um, we don't want to be necessarily biased because we want to appreciate it as a whole. So it is difficult to be like, um, you know, I'm a tree hugger, but she has really sacrificed a lot of her life for reality television. She's gone through a lot and really do. If you do compare the two, you know, Teresa wins out in terms of like what she's, what she's brought to the show. Um, however, at the end of the day, she should have asked Melissa to be her bridesmaid. I think that was a bad, 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 bad choice on her, on her, but Melissa didn't prove that she was loyal to her. So I kind of get why she didn't ask her, but she should have done it for her brother, Joe, and not for Melissa. And that's where I stand on that. So that's the hard thing. You can see where they both come yes. from. And I think it's cause like, they're so like such like fully fledged themselves. And I'm like, oh, they just, I think they just don't mix. And it's also the hard thing too, where it's like so many people have family or in-laws where you're just like mm. Christmas, Easter or whatever, Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I don't got to see them not to <laughs> filming a show together. The be- but I think that's also why they are relatable too, because everyone's mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, I can't stand people. And it's hard to watch, but I like mm-hmm. pe- some people are getting tired of the drama. I think it always, it's just like, part of the jersey show yeah so i kind of keep on watching it yeah me too i'm not bored of it i don't want either one to leave you know no I don't want and like i think the the ratings just came in and they were like groundbreaking history making ratings for the premiere so like obviously mm-hmm. this like when melissa and Teresa are fighting that just that's that's what jersey's about it is and by the way i like louis for Teresa. i like it's like the taming of the shrew i mean it literally is like louis is just like Teresa. he's kind of tr- he is trying to help her you see her kind of changing and i really like this it's very interesting to watch 
on the episode this week to watch uh she is meditating and journaling out loud so that's a side of her we don't out loud out gotta love i'm gonna love that that. (laughs) have um, you gotten any feedback from Teresa about your Teresa impression i would love for her to see the wedding bit you do in your cabaret i have no i don't i don't you know i have interviewed her um several times and she doesn't typically remember who i am which i kind of like because you know i think sometimes like with my impressions they're not always i try to just like make it a celebration Sometimes I feel like I can be, I don't want her to be offended by my impression, you know? So it's kind of maybe sometimes better she doesn't see it. But I also, I don't know if she would be offended. I don't know. I would like her to appreciate it, but I just kind of sit back and let life happen. I don't like tag her in my stuff. I don't put it in front of her all the time. I just let it be, you know? I hope the housewives all like, because it's like a cel- like you said, you're celebrating them and it's funny and you're never going to impersonate a flop. So you're like, you're not going to, you're not taking notes for someone who's like, we're going to be gone next season. Let me not. Like, that's a really good point. I don't, I don't, you know, you can tell by looking at my repertoire, the ones that I haven't done an impression of it kind of speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, cause I like, cause we are on a podcast. So we have to break some podcast news. Uh, did you see, well, you maybe didn't see this because you've just been looking <laughs> at cat cat feed. Yeah. But um, did you see that the reasonably shady ladies, Giselle and Robin from Potomac are in hot water with Eminem? Oh my God. I really missed a lot of news. I feel so embarrassed. <laughs> I feel so embarrassed because typically I'm really on the edge of it. I swear you guys, if you listen to reality checked news and feuds is what I cover. No, um, I, I stay no. up to date on stuff from reality check. Cause your news Thank and feuds you. are so good. Yes. Thank you. Well, I, that's an account of all my scrolling, but apparently <laughs> over this president's day, you know, and it was on the heels of my birthday. I just took some time for myself. Um, what is going on? So basically, the reasonably shady ladies are kind of in a a court fight with Eminem because he thinks that reasonably shady is too close to Slim Shady or Shady Enterprises. And so he wants to prevent them from like trademarking merch with reasonably shady because it might impact his shady brand. Oh, my God. I never saw this one coming, but I just love Eminem and Giselle and Robin in a headline. Yeah, the, the, the fact that Eminem now knows Ugh. about Real House of the Potomac <laughs> and is like, I have Does a sh- he? Or is it his lawyer? I mean, I had to turn my light off because I'm from Detroit and I've been an Eminem fan for a very long time. And this is oh. extremely disheartening to me mm. because I don't see the connection. Um, I, I absolutely don't. And I don't I think this is a silly, silly, silly lawsuit. Um, And I'm very sad right now. Wow. You know who I feel oh. is excited, though? Giselle, who? because this is hysterical headlines. And now they have <laughs> yeah, the yeah. next. They were like, there oh, we don't go. have to talk about the reunion at our next recording. You're so right. Actually, they're like, you know what? We'll talk about the Eminem lawsuit on our Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, what's it, Amy? What do you think about the, the Patreon of it all and Robin? Do you think that Robin deserves to come back to the show? Like, what, what are your thoughts around that? Okay. Well, I thought on the heels of the reunion, her explaining when she spoke to Mia, you know, when she was called out by, oh my gosh, by Giselle about embezzlement mm. with her company. 
And she was, and Mia was like, well, I don't know why I would go public with this if I was stealing money, if we were stealing money from the company. And Giselle said to get ahead of it. And Robin said, housewives 101. And I said, honey, you didn't take that class. Okay. Because housewives 101 would tell you, yeah, get in front of it, be transparent, put it out there. And you literally did everything but that. So you can just retract your housewives 101 statement right now. Mm. Um, so I call bullshit on that. And I found myself feeling very resentful towards her calling out Mia when she didn't do that. So, um, I think that just like when any other city withholds information, I get pissed off. They've mm -hmm. done it in other cities. Robin is not the only one. She's not the one to pave that path. She's just another housewife that did it. And so, no, I don't like that at all. Um, the fact that they waited and they talked about it on their podcast um, and they put it behind a paywall. I don't have a problem with Patreon and paywalls. I think that's great. I just think that it should have been brought up on the show. So whether it was on her subscribe or whether it was on Patreon, it's kind of like six of one half dozen of the other. I just kind of resent the fact that it just wasn't on the show. Um, I love that they helped, had to help hold her feet to the fire after the fact. And they were like, well, you're on Watch What Happens Live. So we're going to make this, you know, we're going to pop this on the tail end of the reunion. So that'll be interesting um, to see that at least she's going to have to speak to it. Do I feel like she can come back? Absolutely. Like I said, she's not the only housewife that has buried information and then kind of gotten called out for it. But now she's gotten called out for it. And I think if she's willing to put herself out there now and kind of like embrace the fact that she buried it and now is willing to go there then I would be absolutely fine with um, watching that and, and, and hearing her talk about it. How do you guys feel? Well, that's kind of the thing I'm thinking. She sort of set herself up to now being the most talked about Potomac woman with all this drama. And then right. next season, I feel it's going to all focus on this so much. Her yeah. and now being married to Juan, put some other things to the side and um, kind of just has every Like she sort of, I was like, oh, she 100%. I never had a thought that like, oh, maybe she won't be coming back next season. But I feel she's so much secured herself to she have has, like the yeah. storyline. Which I'm now kind it's of time like, to pay the piper, right? Yeah, there's gonna right. have to be some new embellished hats behind Patreon of her like making merch <laughs> on this now. But I am, I feel Karen is not gonna let her up anymore in this. Like they already are feuding. It's gonna be such a mess. And now she lost Candace right. as like a semi friend at the reunion yeah. too. And Chris Bassett went after her. So it's going to be a mm -hmm. rough season for her, but Good she's point. never going to be called boring again, which I think. You know be. what? You're right. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, I agree with that, Danny. I agree with everything that you said, Amy. I think the only thing that I do think about is like, she said that she didn't bring it up because no one else did. And so I think mm. if, if no one brings up your husband's alleged infidelity, are you just going to like announce right. it? Right. A, like I don't know but it is frustrating mm -hmm. I do think that is part of Housewives 101 is just figuring out a natural way mm -hmm. to bring it up so mm -hmm. yeah know. if you do think about that it's kind of like when Karen brought up the woman in in DC wait yes. no oh, Georgetown in, Georgetown thank yeah. you and um and Robin was like oh shit oh phew. wrong woman Not you like right saw woman. it so she was like, no, don't know about that. Know about this <laughs> other stuff. Don't know about that. 
Um, and so, right. So it's kind of like, well, was that the point where she was supposed to say, well, it's not that one, but there was another one. I mean, right. yes. Can you blame her for wanting to, to hide it? No. But at the same time, she could have had a one-on-one with Giselle in a way that was like, Giselle would have set her up, you know, teed her up the way that Giselle tees her up every time, oh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? On that podcast, it was like sickening, but but what are you going to do? She That's her ride or die. And they have to be that way for each other. But it is a weird situation for Giselle because sometimes I think Giselle in this situation has had to co-sign everything that Robin, all the bad choices Robin has made this past season when that puts Giselle in a bad light because Giselle is there as the soothsayer to call people out. And I mean, no. she literally said embezzlement to Mia on the reunion. And I was like, oh, I mean, my face did the same thing that Karen's did. I was like, oh my God, you just said embezzlement. But her friend. <laughs> you her friend. <laughs> I know. So wild. Giselle really is like another producer on that show. Truly, truly. Yes. And well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm excited to see the rest of Potomac going down, but we also have to yeah. talk about one last show before we have to let you go on your way to do reality check on Radio Andy. Uh Vanderpump rules. Me oh. and me and Evan accidentally, I think, started some drama this weekend that you might have missed oh. while Oopsie. you're looking at Cats. Okay. Because <laughs> we talked to you? Sheena. <laughs> okay, Sheenanigans. Yes, I love Sheenanigans. Love Shenanigans. it. And she told us that her and Katie had a conversation that Katie was like, go for it about Raquel and Tom. Mm -hmm. Katie said that that was a drunken conversation that was not proven to be true and then released some text messages uh, countering that claim. Where do you stand on the Vanderpump drama of everything? I think that Bubba uh, Bubba should have like not dated within the group, but of course dated within the group because it's Vanderpump rules and you have to date within the group. Um, This is where, you know, we just want to rip our hair out because you can have no loyalty because like obviously it makes great drama, but it breaks my heart for Katie because if I was in her shoes, I would be so past. I'd be so past. I absolutely think Tom is a, is a scumbag. Uh, welcome back, scumbag, for keeping it in the circle and like dating Raquel. No, no, absolutely not. And Raquel, go check yourself because not cool. Um, Katie, may, yeah, maybe she wasn't the friendliest to you, but still, I mean, she Raquel knows how to stay on a show. So we'll congratulate her on that. And um, I am I am very excited to go to Schwartz and Sandy's. Um, I am very I, I talked about this on my show a little bit and we won't get too into it, but I will say it makes me really yearn watching them open this uh, bar. It makes me yearn for a female owned bar that would come out of Vanderpump rules instead Ooh. of another male bar. Um, I just feel like there should be more women empowerment there with Lisa Vanderpump being at the head of this, that, that it should feed and filter into the ladies on the show. And that, that is an empty space. I feel um, for that brand. And I do like the idea that Ariana and Katie will potentially be doing something together. Hate the name. I, I hate the name of their sandwich shop. There's something I, about it. It's yeah. just terrible. I, the worst possible name. Um, but like, I, I just feel like there should be other business endeavors where it's female um, owned and operated and, and Lisa Vanderpump should be helping them lead that way. But unfortunately, it's not that way at this point but hopefully it will in the future but i definitely want to go to schwartz and sandy's looks awesome that's such it's, a true it's point. really cute i will say schwartz and sandy's is very is it cute. great yeah you it guys is. were there yeah 
yeah, it's it's a fun time. But I think that's a really good point. I would love I would love for Sheena to open a bar. Oh, love for we, shenanigans. 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 <laughs> there like, we go. Come on. One well, also, I feel like I mean, because Lala has her office, she could make it a coffee shop or something, or like a non-alcoholic. <laughs> Or like, I feel like Lala could just be serving mocktails, roasting people and making them Give cry. them mocktails. Give them mocktails. mocktails. Lala tales. <laughs> yes. But it, it is funny, your point, because Schwartz and Sandy, they even, I think, said it on last week's episode of their business partner. was like, these guys don't know what they're doing. Ah, wow. So, that was so eye-opening. What would you do? Could you see? Because you said Raquel knows how to stay on a show. Do you think you could see Raquel opening up a little bistro? No. Mm-mm. she has no experience absolutely not she's too busy mourning the loss of her pageant years and i i mean look <laughs> her? i think i think i it almost happens shed to the tear. best of us there was yeah, nothing me- sadder than watching raquel break down in front of peter over her dead pageant career like no, I, I haven't cried. Was... I laughed. That just shows that just sums up, up when she was like, Donald Trump said, I'm too old. I was like, is this what? <laughs> oh my God. Trump. That was funny. That was... I did feel sad for her when she cries. I don't like to see anybody cries. Of course, no. I felt bad. But like, no. um, and I thought Peter was really sweet. But then she like went up to him at the bar and she's like, I, I don't want to put the date anymore because I don't want to date and I mean, I was just like, okay, poor Peter, you know? And then Lisa coming up and be like, it's the Me Too movement. I'm like, Lisa, it's f-ing. that happened eight years ago. Okay, great that you want to get on board now. But like, you know what? Peter's not the guy. Peter's no. not going to be canceled. All right. He's fine. Worry about James. I don't know. But like, I love how she said that when it's like, your show is based on all of your employees. Right, get it down. Yeah, like, oh, I know. And then it's the Me Too movement. Uh, I was, I was dying. It's so funny. But I did, I did. I mean, I was shocked when Lisa Vanderpump was talking to Lala and really confronting her and really like making her step to some answers. What did you guys think about that? Wow, that's what I thought. I was like, wow. I didn't. I don't think Lala expected that. And it kind of made me be like, oh, I think Lisa's missing being on Beverly Hills. Cause like, why are you just yelling at someone half your age about their divorce? <laughs> like what's going on here? <laughs> and it seemed like Lala was like almost stepping into her housewife moment too, because she did, she wasn't like bowing at Lisa's feet. She was like hitting back at her being like, I didn't mm-hmm. know I was blindsided. Like I, mm-hmm. I, it felt like I was watching Beverly Hills housewives. You're right. That again. was, yes. Yeah, but good good for Lala for for sticking up for herself and mm-hmm. and speaking her truth and also like good for Lisa for asking out. what we want to know. Asking right. what the fans want to know and I think that's her being, you know, producery in a way like look, no one else is going to ask you this. I have to. This is my show and you need to answer and you probably won't answer it anyone else. Uh, but you'll have to answer it to me, darling. <laughs> God bless. I mean, I I love that also Lisa is still finding ways to involve herself in these people lives when only like 20% of them actually work for her. Right. So that was, <laughs> that was, that was a nice moment to see. You know, I need to see Charlie. Where's my girl Charlie been? I know. I want to see her and I, I need an Charlie. update about the PB and J's and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. That's a, I would love that. I like mm. Charlie. I need Charlie. I need Peter to find love or or something mm. or peace or peace. I don't know which one yeah. he'll get first. He but seems something. like a nice guy. He's so nice. And if you ever, ha- I'm sure you've eaten at the Lisa Vanderpump establishments. Like Peter yes. is always there and he yeah. is ready to take care of you. Like always. God. I love that man. Honestly, like if 
I wasn't engaged, oh, okay. I'd hit Peter up. Okay. okay. I, I, well, I don't know if he wants to hear with, from me, but I'm no Raquel. Sans ponytail or without? What, what, with or without? Oh, do you know what? I kind of like Peter. I do like the ponytail, but I also kind of like the the part where it's kind of like Lord Farquaad meets that <laughs> character from, um, who's the character on Arthur? Is it DW? No, Francine. Kind of looks like Francine from Arthur. Okay. Remember? Okay. I know you said you like him. I think you're dragging him to hell with a visual <laughs> that me and Amy don't remember from Arthur. Wait, no. You guys, also, do you know who uh, Peter reminds me of? He reminds me of uh, Bachelor Ben from years and years ago. Remember Bachelor Ben had that, the one who dated Courtney Robertson, the like kind of crazy villain. Are we Bachelor wow. people? No. Okay, These I feel are like... some deep cuts that I I'm gonna, appreciate. I'm going to send you guys photos. Yeah, yeah I need photos of the last sides. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the last two minutes. <laughs> That's my the last five years, the last two minutes. It's off, off Broadway. Me and Peter are in it. <laughs> yes. But I do love how he's always stressed. He's always looking stressed and like does. worried. He does. And he can... Yeah. Because he's worried about taking care of you. Damn. He's putting himself second, you guys. Yeah, yeah. And I think Peter needs to start putting himself first. I, I would oh. like a little bit of, um, you know, a zhuzh. I feel like there's something to be done with the hair. Okay. 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 He, yeah. He's going to enter a new era. And I think that you're, you are here to herald him into that era. <laughs> Amy. Herald him. Yeah. Yes. Herald. <laughs> uh, well, Amy, this was so much fun talking with you. Likewise. I'm so glad we got to uh, catch you up about some stuff you missed. <laughs> I, I know, hope your I'm Instagram so is now fixed. Sorry. Oh my God. It was the, it was so fun. Cause we, we had, we were, fixed. okay, so... good. We, I'll be catching up after this show. Well, because yeah, we literally yeah, get to scrolling. We, when we were like, okay, Amy's coming on. There's so much cabaret news. This is heaven. Are you where is your next cabaret me kicking off to? Oh, I'm gonna be in Boca Raton on March 23rd at the studio at Meisner Park. I'm so excited. I have amazing guests, Kate Chastain, Captain Sandy, Jill Zarin, and Marisol Patton. Oh my God. I'm going to fly to Boca Raton. That sounds amazing. <laughs> That's a dream. <laughs> it really is. It really is a dream. Jeez. Oh my God. And for Sandy to see your whole Sandy song. Oh, I know. I'm getting I'm, chills. I, I wonder how it's going to go over. Um, I'm excited, but you can get tickets. If you go to my Instagram, meet Amy Phillips, link in bio will take you there. Yay. And also, if you guys listen to Sirius, you should check out Reality Check every day. I listen to it Thank every you. day. It's Thank so you. good. It's so fun. You're just like, get the news so well and like your recaps and voices it's literally it's like it's like watching it's a variety show it's so good <laughs> thank you i well i love you guys and i'm so you know i obsessed with you so excited about your podcast and all your events you guys are really bringing it so oh. thanks for bringing me into your world thanks oh, for always into your world. if you loved gossiping with us and i know you do then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast virtual reality by page six you can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.